Hello, my friends. What is going on? Welcome back once again to a brand new episode of Sweeten Up Podcast, season number two, episode number 69. I am your host, Jeff Spencer. Thank you so much for taking some time to join me today. I greatly appreciate it, whether you have for an entire season or you are today for the first time. Thank you so much for joining us. However, if you are just joining us for the first time, take a look back at our library of 68 episodes anytime you want, anywhere you subscribe to the show. As always, if you like what you hear on the podcast today, please be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts so that you never miss a future episode. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Sweeten Up Podcast. With that being said, this episode of the show is part number two of my two-part conversation with the man, the myth, the absolute legend, Mr. Paul Mannion. Paul Mannion is the owner of the Green Grunion Food Truck. Mannion has wowed foodies at breweries across Connecticut and at his home base at 100 Mill Plain Road, not too far from our studio in Danbury, slinging his critically acclaimed San Diego-style burritos. A few years back, Paul joined forces with Lisa Tassone, owner of La Zangara and Vesta and Bethel, Chris Sanzeni and Kevin Arrington to open Broken Symmetry Gastro Brewery at the historic railroad station in Bethel. I had a blast chatting with Paul in part number one, which if you haven't heard yet, pause this right now and go listen there first. If you have already listened to part one, we will now begin from where we left off. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, one more time, here he is, part two of my chat with my man, the nicest guy around, and the San Diego Burrito King, Mr. Paul Manny. Bethel's great. You know, I grew up on Grand Street, which is smack fucking dead. It's literally like this, the separator, right? And uh, having a restaurant like Notch that is kind of across the line starts to connect the other side of town, which it should. Because when you grow up in Bethel, it's like Grassy Plain is almost a different – it's not a different part, but it's downtown. You know, if, right. you, if you drive through Bethel or aren't from there, you'd be like, what do you mean? It's the same. But it's just without – the note really started to kind of connect that. Um, and to see that vibrant scene, because I've always thought of it as like the gateway village – of New England, you know, that you have to, it's a little, you know, you have to little destination, like 10 minutes in from the highway or whatever. But once you get there, you're like, yeah, just park and walk around the whole fucking day. Like, it's yeah. great, you know. It's just missing a couple things that we're, we're going to try to fix, you know. But, yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend and I, we love Bethel. Yeah. We love to go to Dr. Mike's. I the say this all the time. Dude, chocolate like, and cream oh, is forget the it. literal greatest. I mean, it's <laughs> challenged me, people. Yeah. Creamery is nice. Other things are nice. That is fine. Yeah. Chocolate ace and cream from Dr. Mike. They have new owners. Awesome. Doesn't matter. They the creamery seem, seem my, like my nice uh, cousins. Awesome. I'm related to them. Which, which but, again, I love as well. Like yeah. <laughs> no, no. But but um, even I have talked to them about my love for Dr. Mike. Oh, so dude, it's, it's all love. It's and, and, and they get it's it. And yeah. it's it's all it's all love. Because it's, it's all love. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's like you It's saying, like restaurants. Exactly. Ice cream that's like places like, is dude, the same thing. I love the grunge. I mean, hell yeah. Because Arethus is really great. I mean, you know what I mean? And talk about someone who went in with the mindset of of yeah setting it up and making money and doing it right and not to say that the other ones didn't but there what it's like wow look how busy we are where Arthur's is like wow let's put this in your freezer in Carluzzi's you know what I mean like it they've really harnessed that market so well yeah their milk is great their ice cream is great their butter is great and they do it they do it all you know it's cool 
And you know, when you think Bethel, you wouldn't think rooftop bar. And when mm. I tell people there's a rooftop mm. bar there, they think I'm full of shit. <laughs> and uh, and I just laugh because I'm like, great. You are full of shit. And I go <laughs> and I go, great. Don't come. You know, yeah. It's just you know more for me. Yeah. And um, because it can get busy up there, and and you know, and and I know that because I, I I go so much. And and before it was it was Echo or ECCO, you know, whatever, uh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never yeah, knew Vesta, how to pronounce Vesta, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's Vesta. And uh, just, you know, such a great spot. But, you know, speaking of being, you know, walking through Bethel, Bethel's got a brewery. Yeah. And it's the only one. It's the only one in town, baby. That's right. And brother. <laughs> and you're a part of it. And I am. You're a yeah. partner. I'm a, yeah, I'm a quarter owner of, of Broken Definitely Symmetry. Yeah. Talk to me about Broken Symmetry, yeah. how that came to be and, yeah. and what your role is. 100%. So I'm, I'm a quarter owner, uh, partner with three other people. So four total. Uh, Lisa Tassone, who is... Uh, yes. The owner, like we said, of of Lazingra and and of of Vesta, Vesta yep. and um, Chris Very Danzini cool. is the brewer. Yes, awesome. And guy. Another, uh, Kevin is his friend and and partner as well. It's kind of like a brewer's assistant, so to say. Um, right. Also, just you know, just uh, investor and helper and everything. So yeah, Lisa pretty much as she has uh, tackles everything front wise and just. You know, very much an amazing idea person. Kind of keeps everything level. Does the bookworking, even though it's not her forte. Like, it's, I shouldn't say it's her forte. She's fantastic at it, but it's not the most glorious thing. It's that thing you never think about, but the bookkeeping is so important, especially something like this. So, like, she really keeps everyone in line and is, again, like, huge inspiration. Chris, again, head brewer. His wife, Rachel, as well, is a uh, fantastic brewer, and they, they've they been killing it, man. And uh, yeah. Um, I was like just I said, at I was just at Oktoberfest. Amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I was there. I was there as well, which was great. And uh, we did just about as good as we did in 2019, which was awesome because we didn't know. And you know, and, and some people had to kind of drop out. Um, it was rock. Un unfortunately, yeah. Like as far as vendor wise, but we understand it because people can't find help, you know, anywhere. So in, in any case, uh, yeah. I mean, it, so it started out as an idea that Lisa and Chris really had first, and they were talking about maybe doing a brewery, and and the that spot was a bike shop before and uh it was out it was owned by the town basically the state sold it to the town for a dollar and then the town just has to upkeep it and whatever but they can do anything they want with it so they were like all right let's let's have this competition to see how we want to fill that spot beautiful so five entrants came in and before the time that that or during the time that um from when Lisa and Chris were, were doing it to the time where I got involved, um, we got to that stage. But the whole way I got involved was uh, total happenstance. Uh, Lisa came to the truck one day, and they were talking. We were just shooting the shit. She came with her daughter. She has two younger or two daughters, but she came with uh, one of them, and they were just eating. And, and she was like, oh, man, it's so good. She's like, what do you think about you know being uh, maybe a part of a brewery or something? I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Like, I don't, I don't have that capital right now, but that's cool. you know. And then Chris came later. And in, in his own way, kind of said the same thing, the vagueness about it. I'm like, did Lisa tell you to say that? Whatever. And he's like, no, I just was like, it would be good to have food. They were also talking to, um, you know, Matt Stanzek. Yeah. Yeah. That's my buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Good exactly. old days. Yeah. They were talking, talking, the talking, talking to Matt about a little, because Matt and Chris knew each other from, you know, so this is when Stan, Stan Seattle's really, you know, put that on the map, I would say, like this area of town, I would say. You know, so, and Matt was always cool with me with the truck. Like I, I parked the truck there in Eggs. the parking lot one time. Oh, eggs. Yeah, it was awesome, too. And so, like, I even talked to him about that when he was going through that whole stage. Uh, when he started a truck, I'm like, Matt, what are you doing? Like, you've already made it, man. Stop. Like, that. it's, it's not. Crack is whack. One think. of the best sandwiches yeah. ever. Oh, crack is whack. Awesome. awesome. Me and Peter were reminiscing about that. Oh, great stuff, man. Yeah. Great stuff. 
So, so, um, Anyway, yeah, so it just happened that he made breakfast real quick. I got he made breakfast sandwiches <laughs> one night at Good Old Days recently, dude. For for uh, our buddy Mike Frazier's birthday. Whoa, yeah, bro. Whoa, dude. And, but again, similar. I mean, in that same vein uh, as Jeff, like, I mean, almost between I would say myself and Jeff, like Matt's the kind of guy where he's going, he's whatever he's gonna do. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I mean, that, that's just the truth. I mean, I've never, I've never been disappointed by him myself. His um, pizza over there, yeah. Whoever, like, whatever. <laughs> scary good. I, it's I, scary I, I'm good. driving down. This is a, I mean, whatever. I keep saying that, but I'm driving down the uh, 84 and I'm going to Hartford, and the fucking traffic has been terrible. I don't know if you know this. Between like, I know you know this. Between like exit four and oh. exit 11, it's oh. just terrible now. I know this and because I take the back roads through the, Bethel. Oh, it's just terrible. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stop taking my roads, man. Stop. So. um that's Miami. Come on, bro. Get off my Jesus. roads, bro. Yeah, get off my roads. So uh, I'm straight. I'm going to the highway, and I'm like, man, I'm like it's fucking right. It's like an hour to get up to West Hartford, and, and it's a, such a great place. It's such a great place. But I'm like, you know, I'm just driving. I'm like, and I hear, and I oftentimes have my door open. Just have it open. My window doesn't work, so I just open my door. It's like a like a like a UPS door kind of. So you just slide it, and I hear Paul. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, and I look over and it's Matt Stanzak right there. And he's like, he's like, what up, dude? And I'm like, I'm like, hey, what's up? So we're like shooting shit. I'm like, have a great day, bro. Going to West Hartford. He's like, yeah, I'm making pizzas. Why did I fucking do this shit again? I'm like, I know. <laughs> but it's like, it was just so, it was just that kind of perfect kind of situation. That is so awesome. In that way. But I, would, it, I would pay for that picture. Oh, it was. And that's kind of part of it. Like, who the fuck is honking? I'm like, who's this hilarious. fucking guy? And I look at it. Like, most of the time I just ignore him. I'm just like, whatever. And I'm like, oh man, what the fuck? So anyway, so we, 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 we get in that get stage, we go to the meeting, we get end up getting the building for the brewery. And it's such a cool fucking building. It's like, oh, we just gotta make this work. And uh I was able to get I have I have a private investor friend which uh helped me out quite a bit, which was great, and kind of got me in the door there, and then um started from there. The first night we opened, it was it was insane, but it was awesome. And it was the first time that I've been, you know, gone the next level to running an actual kitchen. And up until I went to North Carolina, so about a year and a half, two years, you know, I was there 70 hours a week and just, just grinding, man. And it was, uh, and it still is just awesome. Like we started doing the events from the first Oktoberfest, uh, bringing in other places, you know, around town to um, doing the anniversary to just as many innovative things as we could do, to be totally honest. So much of that comes from uh, Lisa and, and Chris, just the same, but it really just comes from that idea of like, we have such a golden goose here, you know? From, oh, our, the our, from our location to oh. yeah, so we're like uh, like let's just make the best of it. Right now, the head chef Alex, who when I went to uh, North Carolina, I put in charge, has been doing great. Obviously, switched some things around, but it's totally cool because it's like definitely earned that opportunity to do so. And and now it's like um, you know, as you get comfortable in your in your place, uh, you need to kind of start making it a little bit more you. And as long as yeah, everything else is going all right, so be it. So I, I definitely encourage that. Just the same. Um, and that's that, man. I mean, like, yeah, we've been going about almost three years strong, or uh, I think more. I guess because we didn't have the anniversary last year, so I guess a little, a little more. And uh, and it's been awesome. It's been awesome. And the cool thing is, it's still very much like, yeah, like you said, we had the Oktoberfest last weekend, and uh, or two weekends ago, and it was just, it was just great. It's great to see people still coming out with that support and that kind of party in the middle of a town. The that, crowd was so oh, dude, In the middle of town that when you put a band there, whether it's Notch 8 or Note, which is, again is really brought that in. When Note first opened, real quick, I was like, man, that's a small place. It's going to put music in. But like, the, obviously the thirst for music was so much more than I had recognized. And I'm a music guy, but like, awesome, awesome. Dude, awesome. the band they had Sunday. Awesome. 
playing like off Ooh. cuts of Nirvana, man. Who? We're, we're, we're talking about playing like Bleach uh, tunes, man. Like crazy. Something, crazy. something oh Cano. The last yes. name. Yeah. Oh, I, I wish I remember the first mm. name because they were they were unbelievable. Unbelievable. They were like they were playing classic songs, and the guy sounded like the singer in the classic songs. Dude. Like he was hitting all those notes. Yeah. And I, a few times, I just couldn't believe what I was listening to. Like it, they were so good, they were so good. It was You're wild. Like, it blew my mind. We? It blew my mind. Yeah, it blew my mind. On well, a quick side note, uh, so we did a we did a stein holding contest for the for the employees after, oh, okay. and Lisa won for all the women. Nice and way to go, Lisa. <laughs> this guy won for all the men. Not yeah. like the competition, bro. But yes. come on, let's go. <laughs> Look at those guns. You got yeah, guns, like, but. Uh, but I've been in the truck so much, so much, man, and so it was nice. It's nice to actually be in the brewery more because I, I haven't been, to be totally honest, as much. But it's it's good to be good to be back. You know, it's good to be in there more for sure. That's awesome. You know, a few more things before we wrap mm-hmm. up because mm-hmm. we're you know, man, we already hit an hour. It's unbelievable. Oh, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, especially on Sweet Nut Podcast. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> and with Paul Mannion. Come on, bro. The freaking. Food truck yeah. goat I mean, here. Dude, I got, I got, I got this stories. Is, this obviously. is so great. Obviously, I go from story to another story. No, Back this, this is story. great. You know, well, on that note, speaking of stories, do you have a story that maybe I haven't? You know, I have. You know, obviously, I haven't touched on that. You maybe you, you got on top um, of your head. Do you think it's a good one? Maybe one good one. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it, in in any vein at all. You're any saying? vein, yeah. This podcast um, is all about conversations. Yeah, and just yeah, yeah. shooting the uh, shit. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's a story, but I, I think that. It's a very interesting time um, in our industry. That's what I really think. I think that after COVID, for the first time, at least in my life, at 41, I've been in this industry since I was 15, busting tables and stuff. Um, it pretty much was the same, you know? So even though it's changed and genres have changed and, and like kind of the way you might serve or like quick service or whatever, now it's, it's at a point where um, we're in a little bit of a crisis mode. So it's easy, I think, to get spooked by it. And it's easy to say, because we already work so hard, man. And not to say that uh, other industries don't, because it's not a competition again, but it, it's just like uh, we grind so much. And as much as we might have, as much as we might have a uh, following or, or whatever it might be, it, it's just it, we still have to go to that bottom line to make our ends meet. I think that um, with the lack of help and the lack of... Uh, support a little bit at this time to a certain degree i think that it's kind of made people try to approach this whole industry in a little bit different way so for example like utilizing more technology right or um trying to think of something instead of just grinding through that or being pissed off that that didn't work the way that it always had looking for another uh another approach at solving that problem and i and i really think it's in a in a weird way, and I don't know if anyone would agree with me on this. I think it's a little bit exciting, to be totally honest, because I think that I think that it is changing, and a lot of things are changing. And I think that we need to realize that from from you know manufacturing part to meat consumption to to the future really of our world. It's like as much as hard as we work, it doesn't matter unless we're doing it the right way. Uh, and I think that uh, the more we go through this, as many. People, uh, especially at the end of this rope of owning restaurants or working in this world, are just done with it, and I don't blame them at all. I think that like, if we stick in, some of us, and really focus on what really matters, which is nothing more than bringing an awesome product to as many customers that deserve and want it uh, as possible, 
I think we'll really find our way, man. I really do. So I, I feel like it's it's amazing industry and like the Food Network and everything kind of really shined an awesome light on us. But it was almost like a like wow, this is so cool and we were hot and Anthony Bourdain and and everything is just kind of stirred up. But now with I mean to go back to that with the loss of him and with a lot of figures kind of being brought down with uh, you know just things they shouldn't have done like Mario Batali and stuff like that. I, I think it's just been a we've been in a weird place. But I feel like. Uh, We'll all, I mean, most of us will survive if we can adapt, really. So that's beautiful. It's about adapting. Is that beautiful? Is it really? That's beautiful. <laughs> no, that's beautifully said, Paul. A- I, absolutely I, beautiful. I feel, I feel like, like that's because I, I, I'm, very, <laughs> I'm very much in that place myself of like, man, like I so want to do this or want to do more or want to, but at the same time, like, is it worth the effort? Is it? And uh, I, right. think, I think if it's done the right way, it is. And I'm tr- hopefully you know, hoping that the majority of us can find that way, you know, so. Exactly. And I think you touched on it, but what are some of the best parts and some of the hardest parts about what you do with your food truck and, and everything? Uh, easily the hardest part is just the everyday grind of, like, in a, in a food truck as opposed to a restaurant. In a restaurant, you have natural gas more often than not. Uh, so you come in, you turn on your oven. It's already on. The pilot is on. You boom. You're good. You go to your, your walk-in fridge. Boom, you got your shit. You do you got your delivery. Oh my God. Signing out. Hey Johnny Here Bob. We go. What's going on? You know, for me it's like, nope, I'm going to fucking Omaha Beef and Sea Town and fucking, you know, and the Mexican store. And oh, you're out of that? Oh, <laughs> you don't give a shit about me because I'm a food truck. I get it. So, anyways, I'm coming over here and I'm doing that. And then I get to the truck and oh, I gotta light everything up. But nope, no, nope, no, nope, I gotta get propane first. But wait, the gas tank's leaking, so I have a little bit of pans underneath there that I have to dump out, but I can't just pour it out. Yada, yada, yada. It could be a pain in the ass that way. So it's the grind there. Um, Owning a food truck and, is, is, is hard. The, it's hard. Oh, it's, it's easily the hardest thing. But it, it, it's even when you put in everything, you have people who are outside and, and you've literally given your everything and they're like, you're out of that? Oh, that sucks. And you're just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yep. Yep, we're out of that. So uh, you're such a if positive you're, guy. If you're not going to order it. anything else, get the fuck out of the way. You know, <laughs> but but it, it's uh, yeah, exactly. But it makes it challenge. It makes you think like exactly. I'm a positive guy. I'm all these things. But you're like, what the fuck is this worth? But the best thing is, and no joke, I'm saying it's a little hokey right now. But people like you, man, the best thing is truly are the people that you don't even think the people that come to the truck and they're like, I'm just having a, like a fucking grinding day. We're starting. It's a little slow, you know. And someone's like, hey. You write that post today? That shit was hilarious, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> that was so dumb. And I was like, half hungover. I'm like, oh my god, they, really? Thank you. It, it's the person watching the people eat. I think, I think anyone, especially if you really care about what you make, uh, as a chef or in someone in the kitchen, you watch, you watch someone's reaction. It's, it's truly beautiful. It truly is. Like it, it sounds so funny, but it, it's just watch. It. Oh my god, you know. When people come up. And they're like, oh, you know, I'm from San Diego. You get that, you know. I'm from San Diego, so uh, <laughs> what's the deal? It better be yeah. Like I, I spent like be the a month thing. there when I was in the military, but whatever. I'm free, you know. And uh, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like, no doubt, man. Come on, bring it on. And it's not like bring it. You know, like like I will show you the way to the burrito paradise. I'm like, listen, if you don't like it, that's all good. But you, I'll tell you what, let me know why. But more times than not, again, people are like, dude, I drove an hour to come get this because I remember that when I lived there and like thank you thank you yeah. and uh, if you I always would say and I still hold to that I'll do 250 people 300 people at a place like Knot Hill or something right and uh, if we get one just one 
we usually get a lot more, thank God, but, you know, knock on wood. But if we get one positive, one person comes back, makes goes out of their way and is like, yo, that was fucking the best burrito I've ever had. Or, yo, that was awesome. Or, or whatever. Um, that's it, man. That's it. That's it. Literally, the kid working the register could take 100 bucks from me. It doesn't matter. Like, that's what it's about. <laughs> that's what it's about. I mean, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. And you're so approachable. Like, yeah, if you that, see the green grunion, you got to go up and say hi to Paul. If, if, because... Yeah. I, I when I come up to you, you, you when I can't when I'm, have a problem. If you if you you literally could be the biggest dick in the world, eat it and be like, that was terrible. I want money back. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Have a great day. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't fucking care. Like I don't care. People have not had money before, and I know when they're pulling one on me and when they're not. I do just instinctually. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's all good. It's and all they'll good. look at me like, I just I just robbed you. I'm like, you did. But if you want another one, you're gonna have to pay. So have yeah. a great day. You know, like, yeah. well, it doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Because when I'm yeah. next in line, I come out. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Paul, baby. Like, you're like, yo, good? take the rest, man. I'm like, dude, what? That's- yeah, yeah. I'm like the goats in town. Like, oh shit. shit I'm like, shit, is the fair is bitch. the fair around? <laughs> Where's PT Barnum? Hey, when, when, oh, we, when we pull out churros, you know, you know that shit. Is oh legit, my gosh, which we have. But oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. And when you serve the food, it's with it's with just, you know you got chips and you got the pinwheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So every every people uh, are always like, oh, what do you? The pinwheels. And then the pinwheels. So pinwheels good. are the thing. People are like, dude, uh, what are those chips, man? So for me, they taste exactly like bugles. Exactly. Dude, those chips. Yeah, they're man. like, dude, those chips. My girl loves those chips, dude. <laughs> My girl <laughs> like, loves those like, how much? Chips. <laughs> no, I can't even tell. You. Like how much for the? They're like, scratching dude, their I'm neck. Like, how like, much <laughs> for the chips, bro? I'm like, I'm like take some, bro. <laughs> really? Shit, just like, man. You, yeah, like, dude, you know what they they're just like, like leave me alone. <laughs> they're, they're wheat pellets. <laughs> the wheat pellets. They're like that. I guess they're like, and people think because I say chicharron, it's so funny because right. every vegetarian and vegan's like, right. I, I don't eat pork fat. I'm like, I don't think I would have served it to you <laughs> if it was pork fat. But anyway, uh, no, they're little little wheat pellets that basically like in Mexico they're like kid style chicharron. So chicharron would be like pork fat, like usually skin wise, crisped up. Oh, it's fantastic. And just in, in the Mexican. Uh, uh, deli in a Mexican store in or grocery in Danbury, right across on White Street. There, right across from, from right next to Pancho's Tacos. There, yeah, uh, is phenomenal. We get a lot of a lot of stuff there, and and they sell them all the time. So if you ever want your fix, definitely try it out. Sometimes we'll make them on the truck as well. The real chicharron, but the the pinwheels, and that's where I get the pinwheels from. They're just those little pellets, three hundred fifty degree oil. Drop them in for ten seconds. That's it. So I tell people, like, they don't absorb oil. They're not healthy for you, but they just expand. So they go from, like, a an inch diameter to, like, five inches, you know, or three inches. Kids love them. Everyone loves them. They're like, oh, are they Funyuns? Are they? I'm like, no, no, no. They're just, <laughs> are they Funyuns? They're, they're, close your eyes and think bugles. They're so good. You know, if you're, if you're like, 27-ish or older, you're like, bugles. Yeah, if you're younger, you're like, what? What? And I'm like, don't worry, dude. They're good, right? Don't yeah. worry, dude. Yeah, don't worry, dude. <laughs> so. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. That is That is so great. And it is so tasty. Dude, I mean, that's the, you know, yeah. So basically you get those and you get sauce, which is mild, medium, or hot. If you're in San Diego, do you get well, just one sauce, uh, all homemade from scratch. The, yeah, uh, the, yeah, the sauce. Yeah, Mary, again, the, the beauty and brains behind a lot of it um, pretty much is on sauce control for, for a long time now. And that's cool with me because, like, I, again, you talk about, like, expectations of what I have. She's made me even better because, like, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's challenged me just the same of, like, like you're going to, put that out like that and, I, and i'm like oh man like i would eat that but okay all right let me double check you know what i mean it's like it, it which again is just another another area of of kind of protection before you get your you know before anything comes out to you like uh, i promise you we've we've been meticulous about it even if we're getting our asses kicked you know so 
Thank you so much, by the way, last Dude. week for uh, not only the great burrito, but for your guidance on the hot sauce. Because, <laughs> because, well, because the jump other, right in, buddy. Because jump before in. the pandemic, when I got uh, when I got food from you at Reverie, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I wasn't sure if I got that. I don't remember. You blacked out because of I don't, hot sauce consumption. <laughs> I think I blacked out because of how bad the jets are. Yeah, but, probably. Uh, <laughs> But um, I think I, I think I talked to you because I pit. I'm like that poor guy. <laughs> yeah, like hey uh, man, that poor <laughs> son of a bitch. But uh, yeah, but um, get a free burrito, man. I, I know Jets fans too. It's okay. But thank you, and, I, and I'm glad I I asked you because uh, for some reason or not, I don't know why, but I, I don't do well with hot like things that are super hot. I yeah. I literally die inside. Yeah. I, I can't. So I'm glad you gave me the medium because that was. That was perfect. Like that was just the right Dude. amount of spice. Like the heat was like it gave me a good like a good burn. It was a good burn. Yeah, not a bad burn. No, so of course, so, of course. No, and that so. and honestly, it's like people are like, are you mixing the mild and the hot? I'm like, yeah, that's how we make medium. Like, yeah, literally, it's how we make medium. No, so yeah, of course. So that's what and it, and it depends how hot because <laughs> I love how people because oh no, of course. But the, but the hot is uh, <laughs> the the hot is a so yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's about fourteen peppers. Um, most of them come from Cherry Grove Farm in Newtown. And one of the only th things of produce you can actually freeze are hot peppers that actually maintain. Uh, probably the cap uh, the capsaicin. I'm not exactly sure, to be totally honest, but I promise you that this is the truth because I've done it for years. And uh, Newtown's my hometown. That's amazing. Oh, hell yeah. I love oh, Cherry Grove. Oh, dude, it's the uh -huh. best. And um, in any case, you, just put, you put it aside, you make it, and so we don't use any vinegar. So it's straight. That's why you have to put it in the fridge. It's straight lactic acid or you know fermentation process. So that's what brings out those flavors. But... What I always said, and, and as we try to like go to the next level with that sauce, it's uh, to me it, it's a game changer because it's it's consistently inconsistent, right? So like people want in America, this is like a place where you sell mustard, and always the same every fucking time. You sell ketchup, but obviously our generation, is, as I mean, well, I'll put, say a little bit more yours. You're a tad younger, <laughs> but but it's it's changed in the way of like uh, of like man, if you have a raw product and you can make it taste great, even if it fluctuates. Bring it on, like beer, like whatever, like wine, like any. I mean, and that's kind of the same thought process with that hot sauce. Love it. It's like keep it cold, put it in a different place than on the shelf with every other fucking hot sauce. And almost like I always use this thing, this expression. You know, Clawson pickles. Yeah, love Clawson. Right, the best, crunchy. Like yep. that's what I want to fucking. I want to taste the pickle. Yeah. I don't want Vlasics, man. I love Those flaccid Vlasics on the shelf. Like I, I don't want to. <laughs> flaccid Vlasics. I don't want to take flaccid Vlasics, man. I don't want to take a I jar from a shelf and put it in my fridge. I want a cold. I want a jar that I already know is like, wow, that's a fucking cucumber, man. At one yeah, time, you know exactly. Um, and so that's that same idea. And so, uh, so yeah, so like that's the the process there. And then, and then the 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 mild sauce is no heat whatsoever but just an awesome way that she does it uh, that so many people, whenever we put out salsa at events, like catering events, so many people are like, I can't have dairy. And I'm like, there's no dairy in that. It's just the process that we do. Uh, that, that the, the way that you whip it up almost, and the way you add just a little bit of oil almost makes it like an emulsification of like a thickness, but it's it's not at all. And then people try and like, oh, all right. You I know, can and, see how they think oh, that dude. because it's cream. It has a cream. It, it has almost like a pink hue, so to uh, say. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, but it's not. It's just the way that it's made. But anyway, yeah. So that's um, that's the beauty of the. You were mobbed. Sauce. The food truck was mobbed when I was there, and I was sauce. so glad. And yeah, it rained yeah, a little yeah. bit, so I got to come a little closer to you. Well, I mean, we're lucky, the, man. We we as much as I botch up, as much as I botch up opportunities like on on the Instagram game or whatever, or getting back to people sometimes, no doubt. We're like we ne we're never gonna skimp on that. So we have those people. Like we have people who are like, 
who just roll with it. This guy, this guy Hector, one of our best fucking customers. He'll just roll wherever we are. And he's like, dude, you open? You got you cool? Like whether he hits us or misses us, doesn't matter. But then there's another <laughs> another woman, I won't say her name, who's fantastic. But I mean, just go on Facebook, you'll see. She's the only the only one. She'll be like, I came down, my husband came down, and you weren't there. And I was like, this is it, forget it. And then she'll like comment on it the next day. So in that way, it's like I love the passion. And so I, I'm not even if I'm I'm not doing it right at times, like I I appreciate how much love there is in the game, truly, because there is, there is, man. Even when you're not, and I used to be beat myself up about it and feel so guilty, and now I'm more like, oh, I miss that, and like, man, but look at how much that woman loves Callie's, man. Like, she loves Callie so much, she's literally like, dude, I love you, but be at your fucking truck, man. And I'm like, I, I get that, I get that. That's awesome. I, I get it. Three things. Yeah. One, my favorite shelf hot sauce is Cholula. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Okay. Not you're in, you're in uh, actual San Diego taqueria. That's probably the only hot sauce you're going to see outside of stuff that they make their own. So I think uh, Cholula, again, it's the coating factor, you know? Like, uh, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, sweet habanero in the it's fridge. The best. Yeah, sweet habanero. Oh, man. To, to me, to me, they're Chipotle. Cholula Chipotle is... Oh. Because, again, more coating. Like, there's, there's more... Chipotle a, yeah. garlic, too. Oh, my God. That's fucking good. But now we're getting, you know... Number two, obviously, the food truck, it's open during the day, and then you're off to different places. But at night... One of my favorite places near here, and I shot them out a bunch, and I, they, well, yeah, they, they know I love them because I spoke to the bartender about this, but, but Mariposa Taqueria. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, I like what they got going on there. Very much. Mariposa. Um, and they have the, uh, the Arepas, uh, which are fantastic. Where, where, and, give me the, where's, what's that location? So that? they used to be Mezzone. The Mezzone top. Holy shit! I'm so sorry. And they. I mean, I know exactly. I, and I know, I know Richie very well. Like, okay. he'd be pissed if you heard that. He'd be like, "Hey, Paul, thanks a lot." <laughs> he gave me. No, that, that that's fuck fucked up. Paul. Actually, I'm sorry, but I, no, I was more thinking because, like, I think of like when I, when it, when you because you were saying like taqueria wise. Yeah. But, but you're right because but it's like, I mean, it's slick. Like Rich, Rich is slick. Like it, it's a it's well done. You know, every ingredient the he's working is, is great. I mean, it, it's like. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I... I, I get I, takeout, like, two, three times a week. Oh, you it's should. Like, I mean, I, I think everything he touches... I'll be on 600-pound life. <laughs> You'll see me on TLC pretty soon. I mean, for me, I talk about inspiration, too, like a guy who... Uh, I mean, I mean Richie and... and um, um, oh, man, his best friend, who uh, obviously uh, owns Full Vietnam, and um, or his mom, his, I think his mom owns it, but uh, runs... Uh, the noodle bar in in uh, Fairfield and and uh, you know Mecha, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, um, fantastic. Those I guys, mean, yeah, they're I mean, incredible. Uh, or, oh man, I love Favi. I'm there like all the time. Is his last, I, I feel terrible. That I love it, but that I'm forgetting. But but two again, two unassuming guys that if you didn't know, you would never know. Uh, and uh, Richie's story is so cool. I think because it's like you know who his father is. Richie Reyes, his father. No, he he he. So Rich Ray's father opened Amigos in Danbury. Oh. Yeah. And then they also own Maison and then Mariposa. Oh, okay. Or, or, or sorry, they also own um, uh, Menes Carnes and, oh. then, and then Maison, which is now Mariposa. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it all started with that. I haven't it, made myself familiar with, he's with Dominican. Yeah, he's Dominican. And then, God, I want to say, I mean, I feel terrible. But anyway, same kind of idea. They both, they, uh, as far as I know, they went to Bethel High School. Richie and I want to say Tony fan, and Tony and who is the son of Fo Vietnam owner, and then Richie uh, opened Maison originally. Uh, Tony opened um, 
Mecha. And then Richie opened a place in Fairfield, and it unfortunately didn't last, whatever, like as the business is. Right. And um, ended up joining up with with Tony, and now they have like five or six place matches. And last time I went, I have to say, it was fantastic. I haven't been in a bit, but it yeah. is fan fucking tastic. And yeah. and I and I love fun. And like, and I've had like again, like Jeff makes amazing shit, man. Yeah. But uh, just for a place that you you just roll up to, and you know it's gonna be open all the time, whatever. Uh, again, he's just a detail oriented dude, and and again, it all comes from that whole idea where uh, where Mariposa is awesome. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mariposa is great, and I go so much, I feel like I should know them like better yeah, than yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. And having but how about is that? I know them, but I'm like Mariposa. Yeah, please uh, enlighten me. Yeah. You know what's funny? I'm never shy about asking people to come on the show, like podcast wise, especially restaurants, especially ones I like. <laughs> you should be shy. Richie's tough. Richie's tough. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, yeah. I don't know why with Mariposa, he's the coolest guy in the world. But I go so much, <laughs> I, I don't even think to ask them. And I think it's just because I love their food so much that I'm just, I don't know. I just, I just feel I, like, I think his brother's like still not running asking it. I think Javi's brother, I think his brother's still running it. And but he, and but the bartenders there are yeah. amazing. Yeah. Always. Their cocktail program is you, crazy. You, you know, so, you know, that Jason came from, from Maison. No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> oh, shit. I can tell you stories, bro. Oh, it, J- Jason. Oh, so it's the Jedi Temple. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. Jason. Came from his own, learned a lot, but like wow. R- Richie was put it down. Richie went to NYU uh, restaurant school. I mean, oh okay, so there's a reason. But, but his, all but his this. old man, yeah, his old man <laughs> literally came. To, oh man, I could tell you stories, but it, but it, it's cool. It's very cool. It's very cool. So go, yeah. So what's your next? The food is amazing because you know I'll just keep talking. So what's your next? What's no, your next? No, thing? no, no. <laughs> this is great, man. This is so great, and like I'm I'm so glad that I, I know all this. I feel like we should we should go out there one night, and and I'm I, I we love should. going. I we go should. there so much. In fact, I took a friend there recently who'd never been. I think he got like three or four of the 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 chicken, uh, the abuelita arepas. Oh, oh my god, they're they're incredible! And then we got the um, uh, the taquitos that they have that are filled with the the potatoes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's it's unbelievable. Like the flowers, yeah, yeah, yeah. And right now they have a um, a berea. Is, is that how you call it or berea? Yeah, yeah. Just know, just I, like I yeah, Broken Cemetery does as well, and they're they're awesome too. But but they have awesome. it in a ramen. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. cool, man. And it's a special. But not again, not a surprise because of I promise you they're doing a match. I promise you. Yep. And I had but, it. But they're incredible. doing it right. Oh. oh so good. Doing so right, good. Man. One last thing yeah, I yeah, like to me. ask my guests. And thank you so much, Paul. This is great. <laughs> like, oh my God. We could talk forever. I was saying I before this I was saying before this this you know, this isn't gonna be a, a Joe Rogan style podcast. And then of course it turns into like <laughs> we, we could talk it forever, but you're definitely gonna come on again for sure because there's so much more we could we I'm oh, sure man, we could we could talk pleasure. about. Yeah, yeah. I, I I could go deeper in of course. <laughs> and that's the thing. I'm like, yeah, you give me this opening, I'm like blah 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 yeah. blah. Yeah. But one one thing I like to ask my guests before they leave me, and it's something I've asked all of my guests since I started the podcast. Considering pizza is king in the state of Connecticut, when you get the chance, whenever you're out in New Haven, Connecticut, maybe maybe you're not ever. I don't know. Modern. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Modern. It's like don't even don't even keep going. No doubt. And, and, and it's funny because right. like as everyone, <laughs> the whole pizza thing make is, it is easy. It, it, it's funny because like every every story I ever read outside of the state is like a pizza. It's a thing that. But like any, anyone 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 who lives in, in my opinion lives here like. 
all right, you might say it or not say it, but like no one really cares as much. It's just kind of the way that it is. But like when right. you other places are like, you have to go in and say, I want a pizza. It's like, no, you don't. You just have to fucking order a pizza. And then you order a pizza. But it's, uh, yeah, I, I my uncle grew up in uh, gotcha. in uh, New Haven, old school style. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, so he brought us that when I was a kid. I, I got lucky in that way. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, being, you know, Irish Catholic and not really knowing the difference between a hot dog <laughs> and a cornbread, you know. But like I said, I ate swordfish when I was five for whatever reason, but I guess that was my my clue. Yeah, wait, what's that? I mean, Pepe's is phenomenal. Uh, Sally's is phenomenal. Uh, but bang for my, if I had one place I could go. Modern. And the only could go would modern. But the coolest part to me of all that is as I've gotten more into the industry and evolved and and I, and I work at Black Hog quite a bit too, so I've met a lot of those guys who have, oh the Black well, yeah, Hog who have like Cassius rule. truck, which was like the first really on the map truck in our state, um, the grilled cheese truck, and they had the the formagerie, which they don't have anymore, but it was fucking unbelievable. Anyway, like I got introduced to Bar Pizza, and Bar Pizza is fucking so good, and and the I, I think the evolution from like it being a pizza town and then being like, hey, guess what? We're pizza town. We're also gonna do it this different style. So fucking cool, man. Because I, I think, yeah, whatever you want to say, and I, I'm, I'm up and down with Dave Portnoy for sure, as far as like, not like he gives a shit. But, I love bar but, pie. But as far as like, like I know I love Barstool, but I guess what I'm saying is is like- well, no, I love I, bar pies. Oh, bar pies, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, but yeah, Barstool's great, and but like, and 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 I love that Dave Portnoy puts so much um, emphasis on our industry and, and on pizza in general and on small business owners, 100%. His fund is going forever, he announced. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, no. Which, which again, like, so it's like as much as I, you know, I might not love the person at times. Like he's done nothing but great things, and I, yeah. and I've, I've, you know, told this in different ways before, but I, uh, I think it's so cool that um, he 100 percent on the line puts New Haven as his number one pizza city. Yeah, and or pizza place. Sally's is his highest and, rate, rated pizza. 100 percent. Yeah, and and I think that um, I think that's pretty cool, man. It's pretty apt because. Like the whether you like the guy or not, he has been himself from stage one of him passing out barstool pamphlets. So I, I always give him credit for that. Like he might not be my cup of tea, so to say, but like what the dude has tried to do has been so true to him. Some huge hits, some maybe misses, but like kudos. And so kind of coming back to the full circle, it's cool that yeah. So modern another modern great pizza truck, the big green pizza truck. The um that company. one of the first too. One of the first that I knew. Like when I was driving around with the, with the Whoa. with the uh, I've been to a lot of events with the Grunion, yeah. Like I saw that and and oh, it's awesome. It's they awesome. just they just throw like twelve pizzas out on a table and they're like, have fun. Enjoy. That's the way it should go. Oh man, have fun. And, and other people make it, which, which is there's so many, oh, there's so many cool, um, <laughs> there's so many cool things out there. And then like we were talking about cocktail trucks, you know, even yeah. more like that whole thing is taking off. And and there's uh, um, oh man, there's a truck. I'm trying to think of the exact name. But the guy's such a cool guy, and, and he's the whole premise of really him doing the truck is to start to can cocktails. It's a big thing, like canning cocktails now, you know. And uh, I think it's so cool, man, because it's such a cool again, almost with that whole thing of shifting the the dynamic a little bit. Like it's already a cool idea of like, hey, I'll show up to a party and pour you drinks and make whatever. But the whole cocktails out of the tap, and the whole cocktails, you know, um, <laughs> canned cocktails that you can kind of do on a on a localish level, it's um, good for you, man. That's so crazy. funny you mentioned that. Yeah, because uh, pretty soon, Drinkworks on drink the show. Works, I want to say Drinkworks. Oh yeah, I so yeah. So I've yeah. heard of Drinkworks. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm, I'm friends with those uh, guys uh, on social media, and I'm, I want to reach out to them. 
But uh, it's so funny you mentioned that because Dimitri, who owns uh, the Cocktail Chemist, <laughs> he's going to be coming on the show soon. Dude, dude, I, used and to, I used to go to that bar there you go. all the time. He's going to be coming on the show soon um, uh, because his cocktails reached Danbury, and I found them, and I reached yeah. out, and I'm a big fan. And then uh, where my what, girlfriend- Cocktail Chemist? Cocktail the chemist? Cocktail Chemist. Yeah. And then so when, I used to go to his bar in Waterbury. Yes. With yes. a food truck all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Black Brass, which is now, yeah, re, now reborn again. I don't know if it was him, but it was him and Corey at he's, the time, and he was, that's awesome. He's there yeah. all the time. He was just there recently doing an event. Sure. Uh, then, like the he probably just reinvested. Like, and again, like you know Waterbury, man. Like There's not a lot of places I would ever drive up to. Yep. But yeah, and no. Jason turned me on to that too. No, totally, totally, totally agree. And one other place my girlfriend just turned me on to in Beacon, New York, is a cocktail, uh, can cocktail company called Liquid Fables. And they've got a rye whiskey, uh, they got gin cocktail. Yeah, you know, yeah. And they're incredible. Yeah. And, and they're legit. No like caramel color, natural flavor, none of that. It's all just real ingredients yeah. inside this, this cocktail made by a mixologist who really. Who cares about it? <laughs> yeah, no, I love it, man. I and not that. just pizzas. What are some? What are some go-to restaurants as well? Any? Yeah, any that uh, come to uh, mind? Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, here, like in this area. Yeah, that people should go to like, in this like area, that, not New Haven, uh, right? For me personally, my favorite, and it's it's like it, you, just, you don't want to cook. You're like, I gotta here, go somewhere. Here, here's that. the. I'm just gonna put it out there. Yep. Anyone judge that they will, but this is judge like, it. this is my world, right? Judge it. Tacos, the Danbury El Ranchero. El Ranchero is the place to go. Got you. The tripa tacos, tripe tacos are fucking so fucking good. Good to know. But they, the last two times I went there, they didn't have them. And I'm not surprised because they probably don't sell a ton of them. You know, t tongue is great as well, but like the tripe. And, and I know, I don't care if you don't like tripe or you think you don't. I'm telling you right now, man, it's, it's, I've had a lot of tacos in my world, in my life. They're the best tacos anywhere around here. Um, That's a fish, right? No, tripe is intestines. Oh yeah, oh but but now that I well, just lost uh, lost seventy percent of the audience, but uh, but but the way they do it, you wouldn't even know. It would almost be like I'm interested like, in all that. Like, so it's I hard, eat anything. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, so in all that. Yeah. what I'm saying, but if you didn't know, like I gave one to my sister. She who lives in Asheville, and when she came out to visit, and I gave one, and she had no idea, and she was like, "What the fuck was that?" That was. I'm like, "There you go. There's the fucking trepa." So anyway, so so that that's I would say, yeah, El Ranchero for tacos. I would say. Uh, Tripe uh, tacos at El Ranchero. Yeah, if you can find them, if you can, find, if not, just get tacos in general. Like just okay. a great place, like a legitimate. I definitely you know, want to try a, that now. A legitimate white man in a different now world. You're giving place, me FOMO now. Place I, that is. I oh, want to yeah. try that. Now. I would say. I would say on that same stretch. I would say uh, Empire of the Incas. I've in, heard in, about in that place. Is, is okay. great. I'll be there. Um, I'm going to go there. Good to know. Uh, Amigo again. Amigos is is awesome, especially for like breakfast stuff. Okay. Like for me, like uh, I would I would say I still Bagel Man is a go to, no doubt. But like if you're in the area, stop by Amigos just real quick. Like love bagel. and again, like you, uh, fish out of water to a certain degree. But that's what I love about this area because there is a lot of that. If yeah. You're willing to take that step, you know. Yep. Uh, for sushi, I, I mean, I still I'm still a uh, House Yoshida, you know, yes. go, go go to guy, yes, for sure. House and then and then, and then Yokohama in in uh, New Milford just opened up, like they're and they are secret good, 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 really. Uh, but House Yoshida, yeah, I've known Aki for years, and and I love Aki. He's fantastic. He's a legend. The, the um, <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, he did such great things during the pandemic. Oh man, he made like whatever people wanted, like hot, like he was making like just random, Dude. like. Um, you know. I mean, he's yeah, he's he's great in that. I, I would say, yeah, he made like whatever uh, anyone but, but wanted. But, like, and and uh, amazing, yeah. I mean, if you ever met Aki, you might not come yeah. off as. I mean, yeah, he's 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 a Japanese man, yeah, who just 
he's quiet in his own way. He does his own things, but he cares a lot more than you ever think. He cares a lot, man. He cares a lot. He cares a lot. I would say, um, you know, I'm still like, I'm a Bethel Homer. So like burger wise, like I'm still a Sycamore guy, man. I mean, I love oh, me too. Sycamore and I'm a JK's guy. I like the car hop, baby. They like, I used to like JK's, father, oh, J, JK's, JK's dogs, man. I mean, <laughs> and I don't eat hot dogs that much in my life anymore, Tech, but the home but, of the but, original oh, Texas the original, hot yeah. wiener. <laughs> The best Greek eats in the area. So there's pizza, right? And then there's Greek eats if you live in Bethel, right? So that would sure. be like your famous, your grassy plain, your Bethel pizza, right? Sure. So famous pizza obviously has its, you know, they, they, they get them when they're young. They, they, they do it right in that way. Famous is solid, no doubt about it. Grassy plain pizza. So it's an Egyptian guy who used to work at Bethel pizza. I, you know, growing up in Bethel, I knew, you know, does a really good job too. But so Greek eats is a, is a pan styled pizza. They take out right before they finish it. So you get that little bit of crust on the side. But, you know, it's a different style, no doubt. For me, Bethel Pizza, small, well-done pizza. Bethel Pizza House. Now, hear me out real quick. And it's going to sound weird as fuck. Small, well-done pizza with meatballs. They're one of the only places that still exist that instead of cutting meatball, I, I just don't like meatballs that are already cooked and sliced on or... Uh, or put on in, in like a like a different capacity after the fact. These are meatballs that are just raw meat rolled up into small little, I would say like, you know, centimeter round, maybe like inch, a little bit, like half an inch round, you know, ball. So they cook on it and they get all those like little crispy edges and shit. And uh, get it well done. You have to get it well done because Greek Eats has a little bit of cheese. So you got to get it well done. But uh, small Greek Eats from Bethel Pizza with, <laughs> again, meatballs and broccoli, believe it or not. Broccoli. If you don't want broccoli, that's cool. Get onions. No. Get onions. But meatball and onions. And just, just I would maybe just do broccoli and me. onions and meatball. Yeah. Secret. I mean, I mean, that's something again. Just being a, a this area homer. Oh my god, it's it's great. I would say. Uh, wow. Yeah. I'm gonna have to do that now. Right, let me just do two more places, then we'll, we'll wrap sure, this up. Sure, um, sure, sure. Carmenuccio's. Okay. In Newtown. Okay. There's a place in Danbury just recently closed called Nico's. Right. Downtown Danbury. Oh, they I used to work there. Well, they're opening again, but I used to work there. The right. owner sold, but they're I used to work there back in the day, and that like gotcha. set me off. And so, like one thing that's so it's like pedestrian, but so fucking good is Big CD, right? And uh, if it's done right, not just like a like uh, like Big CD is always good. It's like nachos, always good. But like when it, when it hits that when it hits that next stage, you're like, holy shit, you know? There, I would say Carmenuccio. Like when you're just feeling that fatty stage of like, yo, fuck, I just want pasta and cheese and sauce. Baked to like Carmenuccio's baked ziti, I would fucking put up against oh just about everything. Good to and know. then oh you know what? Last thing I would say is a good way to go out is is La Zingara. If you if you've never been to La Zingara, La Zingara, Lisa would slap me if I said it. If you if you've truly <laughs> never been to La Zingara, um, it's uh, or La Zingara. I mean it, it, I mean well, either way it, it's you know it's what I'm talking something. about. It, it's. I mean, I, it's still to this day. I would put it up in an, in top three or top five best true Italian restaurants in Fairfield County. I'm talking every city, every scope. Just go, just go. And, and for lunch, it's such a hidden gem where like uh, there's so much good there that you don't even know. But you think, oh, it's so expensive and blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. It's not that expensive. Number one and number two. I used to when I bartend there, I used to be like, just bring twenty bucks to my friends, and, and I'll, I'll get you a drink. And at least half a pasta. They saw half pasta. People didn't even realize this. Lisa is so down to earth, and the kitchen has been the same kitchen for fourteen plus years, and they care. Like they're not dead. They're not guys who've been pumping out the same gruel. It's a different gem, man. Absolutely. So I would say, yeah. Absolutely. Say you know, Toronto's what, Paul? and Bethel. It's a 
Another secret gem, yeah. You know what, Paul? This has been an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure, bro. And I never thought, <laughs> you know, throughout the years of following your food truck and yeah. following your rise to just being a dominant, you know, just being someone everyone knows, like the Green Grunion and just the legendary, critically acclaimed <laughs> San Diego Burritos. Yeah. You know, the 40 Under 40 Connecticut Magazine. I mean, you know, we love you here, and, and you rock it like no one else, man. I swear. And you have an infectious energy about you that is just so inviting. And, you know, people just cling to you, man, because you're just so cool. And, and I love it. And you grind, and people see that and appreciate yep. that. And yeah. I never thought in a million years that you, you and I would be in my apartment just sitting across from each other Sipping shooting a little shit. tequila. I feel like, we, yeah, <laughs> drinking a little tequila, I, you know. You and I should have our own podcast. This is amazing. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, no, I just want to say real quick, just real quick. Thank you yeah. so much, man. Uh, oh no. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's awesome, just the same. And yeah. um, oh, dude, an, an absolute pleasure, an absolute pleasure. And yeah. uh, and I mean, I I think that yeah, the, so many of the experiences and, and everything that led to this, you know, eventual obvious uh, thing is, is you know has really been awesome, man. And, and um, it's great. It's great. It's great for the area. Yeah. It's great um, because I. I mean, I wanted to, when I, even when I wanted to put my truck in Danbury, it was that like, just that little bit of like, well, go to Stanford, go to whatever. And it's like, nah, just like what you're doing. It's like, uh, I don't care if other people don't see it, but I see it. Yeah. I see it. I'm just having like, fun. I, I wasn't having, no, but like, but like you're having fun and doing it in Danbury, like, yeah. or in the area, like I'm having fun and doing it. Like, so wherever it may take us, it's like, we see something in this area and with these people that it's if just you, awesome. If you want to come awesome. along for the ride, come this along awesome. for the ride. If not, no worries. Exactly. 100%. It's all good. And it's like, if you don't see what I see, if you don't see the vision yeah. that I see, no worries. that's okay. And if that's it doesn't go true, so be it. But in the meantime, let's I'm, fucking make great food let's, and meet good people and try to keep it as copacetic as yep. fucking possible, man. I exactly. Mean, yeah. And I'm just, and in my end, I'm just like, I'm going to make the best podcast I can. Fuck yeah. The way I think I can. And if people like it, great. If they don't, that's fine. And and I hope I, I hope people just dig it for what it is. Yeah. That's it. And if not, <laughs> like we'll just feed them burritos. And exactly. Yeah. Just fucking feed burritos. Know, man. Exactly. And other things. I mean, how many people you have on? I mean, like the whole thing is like you got the you got this total area covered, and it's awesome, man, because you give people a voice that that even if you think we have one, like it's sometimes it's definitely not. I mean, most of the time it's definitely not as open as this. So thank you, man. Well, thank you so yeah. much. No, Appreciate thank you. This. And uh, this is such a pleasure. And I feel like this is the start of a of a beautiful friendship. Oh, I, I, I agree. I agree. And, uh, like, and and like listen, you said, we were born at the same time. You're just a few <laughs> minutes, a, few a minutes decade apart. younger than me. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. All, yeah. yeah, we were separated at birth. I totally feel that way. Well, listen, Paul Mannion, the Green Grunion food truck. Ah, legendary, delicious. Just thinking about all the great things that come out of that food truck. Just, Fuck, dude. Man, they, I get like tingly. It's it's unbelievable. I get like the shakes. So tell all the fine folks before we sign off where they can find you and keep up to date on what you're doing. Yeah, so uh, 100 Mill Plain um, in Danbury. So it's a the building right off of Exit 2, uh, Mill Plain Road. It's right next to Duchess. If you know where that little like uh, kind of CT original fast food plate is, is, it's right behind a building that has a bank on one side and a um, urgent care on the other side. Like you really can't miss it. 100 Mill Plain Road. And, uh, pull next, in and, and come to the back. Yeah, yeah, come pull right in and come around. to the back. It seems so weird. <laughs> and you're going to be like, okay, <laughs> like this seems like a weird situation that, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you, you'll, you'll realize right away, especially when we're lucky to have a lot of people that are already standing there. So you won't feel as weird, 100%. Uh, as well as that, we have next weekend, we actually kind of 
not this weekend, next weekend, we change the whole th- ship, which we do once in a while. And Lisa and I do uh, the Garlic Fest in Bethlehem. And in the Garlic Fest of Bethlehem, we do two things. Very simple. We make our own sausage, uh, and it's a, a mild, it's the easily the most uh, tasty mild sausage I've ever had. So you do basically have garlic sausage there for the Garlic Fest, and we make pasta with either the garlic sausage on top or just garlic and oil. Um, but it is an awesome festival, again, in Bethlehem, Connecticut, and it's with a partner in the brewery, and like I just said, we're like one of the best restaurant owners around. So it's a lot of fun. And we switch up the whole game. So people come and see the truck and they're like, dude, we want burritos. And we're like kind of behind the scenes. We're like, no, no, no. We're just making sausages all day long. But fresh made from Omaha beef. And we do it all ingredients-wise ourselves. So it's a great showing. And then on top of that, I mean, we'll be at Knot Hill. We'll be at Black Hog Brewery. Uh, those are our two local breweries. And then Gastro Park quite a bit. And uh, up until the end of this year, like December 31st, we'll be going strong and be a lot more local in Danbury as well. So and Come on by. And you're Specials on Twitter too, baby. And you're on Twitter and Instagram. Just, yeah. just look them up. Oh, just shout at me. And my number, my, I say this all the time, and, and I will say this just the same. My number is on the website, is on Twitter, is on, like, that's my direct line. So uh, calling me might be a little troublesome at times if the voicemail is full, but text anytime. Um, and I'm extremely available in that way. So, man, definitely, yeah. What a guy. Even if I don't text you back right away, <laughs> that that might, I, that might happen. But I'm be honest about it, so that's why you know that I do care. I do. Well, care you know what? Thank my you. girlfriend and I, uh, my girlfriend and I went to the Bethlehem Fair uh, just recently. Yeah, and we exactly saw the signs yep. for the garlic festival. Awesome, dude! And we're coming. It's I'm a big a one. Huge garlic. I love everything garlic. I put garlic in everything I eat. Yeah, garlic ice so, cream is awesome. I mean, it, it, it's garlic uh, ice cream. And, and you, oh yeah, and you'll you'll see. Oh, a, uh, we, we don't do that, but you'll see it. You, it's a who's who. It was one of the biggest festivals. I got into it late. Uh, after Garlic the fact, but it's all good and like, dude, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Wow! Fresh, so my mind, donuts. My mind's Stop. blown, so I'm ready and I'm 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 pumped. Wow! You Paul Mannion's like here. It's like a live podcast from the <laughs> Garlic just, Fest. Let's just and keep again, going not because That's... of us. I'll be buried in the truck, like <laughs> up to my neck and sausages. But what I'm saying is, is you should just kind of walk around and there's there's a the music guy. There's oh, it's it's fun. It's well, fun. I can't wait to come by. And uh, I'll have my girlfriend, me, and everything, and and I'm super excited. And man, I am so glad you yeah. got to come by. We could just keep going, man. I know, I man. I swear we could. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a, we'll do a part two because the, the coolest thing is of a lot of the people you talk to as well, and I'm sure they have stories about me just the same. You could start to entwine intertwine a lot of those things, which is like that's kind of the fun of it because it's those relationships that really make us you know adhere to this world so much man so it's awesome the more you're i doing keep, good stuff jeff really you do oh, good stuff thank you man i appreciate it really and the, and the more i keep doing this the more i keep finding that i'm getting mutual friends and i'm making all these great friends and it's so great and and i'm and i'm finding this this mutual love and, and bond and it's awesome and man paul Mannion's here in my apartment we're hanging out we're chatting and we're done and that's it that's a wrap Man, Paul, thank it. you so thank much. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you, man. I hope you have a great night. I wish you nothing but the best. The Green Grunion food truck, man. It's so yeah. great. Oh. Jeff, I got to say, uh, you're doing great things, man. And I, I'm glad you. I got to do this. And uh, thank you for bringing me on. Thanks, man. Um, truly, man. And uh, I, I have to say, you're as cool of a guy <laughs> as I thought you might be. You hokey Thanks. motherfucker. No, but you're, no, but honestly, you're great, man. And, and Thanks. putting a spotlight on this on really everything in our industry in this area. Listen, in my opinion, so kudos, you guys are man. you guys are rock stars. You do great things. You you make people happy, and that's what's important. Just being happy, staying positive, 
And um, that, you know, that's everything you guys yeah. are. So trying it, to give it's people good stuff. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So when they see it, dude. Yeah, Liz, listen to us. It's my pleasure. <laughs> yeah, awesome, man. Thank thanks, you. man. Thank you so much. Have dude. a good night. You too. Huge thanks once again to my guest on the podcast today for two weeks, part one and part two, my man, Paul Mannion of the Green Grunion Food Truck. Thank you so much, Paul, for coming by my place. It was so great to get to kick it with you and pick your brain about all the great things that you've been doing. I wish nothing but the best for you, your food truck, your family, and everything in between. And listen, man, I will see you soon at 100 Mill Plain Road for that San Diego burrito sling in action. Yet again, another episode of Sweeten Up is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate your feedback. As a reminder, you can play the podcast with the help of your smart speaker by simply saying, play the podcast Sweeten Up with Jeff Spencer. Thank you as always to my best friends, the guys who make it all possible, post-production and music Morgan Lutzi, production and art director Kurt Vinci, editor and writer Nick Passacretta, and a special thanks as always to Devin Sapelli. My guest on the podcast next week is the incredible and hardworking Vanessa Senna. Vanessa Senna is the founder and owner of My Local Chefs, a new Hartford-based food delivery service that wants to be thought of as the anti-Grubhub or anti-Uber Eats. My Local Chefs makes it easy to order home-cooked meals and so much more from your favorite local chefs. Vanessa is a rock star entrepreneur and boss lady with an incredible story. But until then, you know the deal. Stay safe, stay healthy. Love you all. Peace.